Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Series of EOs show imperative need for policy review and coordination in presidential policymaking. First word. First, there was Executive Order, EO, 39, which was signed by President Marcos on August 31, 2023, which mandated a cap on the price of the national staple. Then, on October 4, 2023, the President issued EO 42, which lifted EO 39 and the rice price caps. Before all these, there was also EO 41, issued on September 25, 2023, which suspended pass-through collection fees on motor vehicles by local government units on national roads to enhance the ease of doing business in the country. The mishmash of sometimes conflicting impositions could have been averted had there been a domestic council that coordinates and reconciles policy decisions in the domestic affairs arena. If our country of 110 million people was flummoxed by the parade of orders, the Presidential Communications Office, PCO, did not shrink from disclosing that it was the Department of Agriculture and the Department of Trade and Industry, DTI, that had caused the brouhaha. They were the agencies and factotums who recommended to the President the issuance of an executive order mandating a cap on rice prices. The same departments would recommend to the President a month later that he lift the price controls on rice. When EO 39 was issued, the National Economic and Development Authority, NEDA, released a full-throttle statement supporting the policy decision. It said that NATO supported the President's order imposing mandated price ceilings on rice to combat hoarding, profiteering, smuggling and cartelization. We are facing difficult times, and concerning the agriculture sector, the El Niño Southern Oscillation, ENSO, phenomenon is a major disruptor. The ENSO has intensified the southwest monsoon and is expected to result in below-normal rainfall towards the end of the year in many countries along the Pacific. These extreme weather events adversely impact the agriculture sector, particularly rice. Moreover, the trade-restricting protectionist behavior of certain rice-exporting countries, such as India's ban on non-Basmati rice exports to keep prices low at home, and the aggressive move of rice-importing countries to secure supply has resulted in a decrease in the volume of rice being traded and expected to be traded in the global market. The government's priority amid this situation is to ensure the country has an ample supply of affordable rice. Currently, the country has enough rice supply for the third quarter. With the upcoming harvest season starting in September and additional import orders already secured, there will also be enough rice for the rest of the year. That said, we note that the price of rice has been sharply increasing over the past weeks, which is inconsistent with the apparent supply and demand situation. This implies that some are manipulating the expected impact of ENSO to depict a shortage at this time. The imposition of a price ceiling on rice will address this issue in two ways. One, it will immediately reduce the price of rice, and two, it penalizes and consequently discourages hoarding, further decreasing the price of rice. The imposition of a price ceiling on rice is not a standalone initiative. Law enforcement authorities continue their valiant efforts to crack down on individuals who hoard, excessively profit from, smuggle, or participate in rice cartels. The policy environment was totally different a month later, however. On October 4, 2023, Malakanang issued Executive Order 42, lifting the mandated price ceilings on rice under Executive Order No. 39, S. 2023.
It cited the increasing supply of rice stocks and decreasing rice prices in the market as the reason for President Marcos to officially order the lifting of EO39. EO42, signed by Executive Secretary Lucas Bersamon on October 4, stated that the Department of Agriculture and the Department of Trade and Industry had jointly recommended to the President the lifting of EO39. The DA and the DTI were the same agencies that had recommended to the President to issue EO39 which set a mandated P41 price cap on regular milled rice and the P45 price ceiling on well-milled rice nationwide, which took effect on September 5. The DA and DTI have jointly recommended the lifting of the mandated price ceilings in view of the decreasing rice prices in the domestic market, increasing supply of rice stock, and declining global rice prices, EO42 stated. Earlier, the President, who is also the concurrent agriculture secretary, said the mandated price ceiling on regular and well-milled rice had helped stabilize the prices of the staple in the market. Lawmakers agreed with the president, saying that the price cap was among the factors that had stabilized rice prices. Suspension of LGU pass-through collection. Before the big to-do about rice prices, on September 25, the president issued EO41, prohibiting LGUs from collecting toll fees and charges from all vehicles transporting goods or merchandise while passing through national roads and other thoroughfares not constructed or funded by them. The LGUs were also prohibited from collecting sticker fees, discharging fees, delivery fees, market fees, toll fees, entry fees, or mayor's permit fees from all motor vehicles transporting goods and passing through any local public roads constructed and funded by said LGUs. President Marcos believes that the unauthorized collection of pass-through fees will significantly lessen transportation and logistics costs as he emphasized that reducing transport and logistics costs is one of the pillars of the eight-point socioeconomic agenda. Dahil Hindi na Titigil Bawat Boundary, Mas Mabalisang Pagdan. So, it's really about the ease of doing business. And to simplify, again, the procedures that are required for a transporter to bring the produce, especially from the farm to the market, he said. Local officials or employees who fail to comply with the directives are subject to administrative and disciplinary sanctions under EO41. The DTI urged LGUs to comply with EO41. It cited the Manila city government for being the first to comply with the president's order. The president's issuance of EO41 was largely welcomed, as it was noted that the suspension of LGU pass-through fees collection would be a welcome development for manufacturers and goods transporters. The president is the most visible actor on the Philippine political stage, but he is not the only actor or the most dominant. Sometimes, it is Congress that takes the leading role. And sometimes also, on certain policy choices, the local governments take center stage. Presidents, it is said, are most influential in foreign and defense policy and, hence, on national security policy. But in domestic affairs, the president's policy goals must be harmonized with the goals of the legislature. The current dispute over confidential funds and the budget illustrates how the president and Congress must work together and bargain in policymaking. Perhaps the most compelling aspect of public policy is its cost. Any government program has costs, and Congress holds the purse in our system of government. So there. Yenobserver at gmail.com. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.